Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. You know, I was kind of debating about doing something on Yom Kippur or Sukkot. Uh, thank you, Rich, for your words, because I think that kind of brings a good conclusion to uh, Yom Kippur, because we are in the time between. But now, tomorrow night, start Sukkot, right? Did I hear that? Hallelujah. All right. All right. Let's I see some enthusiasm out there. Okay. Uh, who's put up a sukkah at, the ha at their home? Eh? You put up a sukkah? All right. We got a few. Okay. Praise the Lord. How many is going to sleep in their sukkah? Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Well, you don't have to sleep in the sukkah since we're not in the land of Israel, you know, and I, I understand that requirement only applies in the land, but you can if you want to. And uh, move your bed out there, right? Move your mattress, put your bed out there. You know, you can be comfortable in the sukkah. There's nothing wrong with that. So, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. Now, out of these passages that we read, one thing really struck out to me, and that was out of Isaiah 25. On this mountain, Adonai Tzavah will prepare a lavish banquet for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, of rich food, of choice marrow, of aged wine well refined. Hallelujah. To like that? A lavish banquet. So what does that mean? This isn't just a banquet, a lavish banquet. And this banquet is the marriage supper of the Lamb, which is Sukkot. It is a celebration of all celebrations. It is a celebration of the king and his bride on this mountain, the mountain of Jerusalem, Adonai Sivaot, the Lord of hosts, will prepare this banquet. Now, I like to kind of imagine what the Lord and his host and the angels are doing in preparing this banquet. Have you ever thought about it? I think they're planning and preparing it for us. Why not? You're not just going to have a wedding without any planning, are you? Hey, come on, sit down. We'll figure something out. We'll get it catered. We'll get some chicken or something or whatever, pizza. No, this is being planned for us. Amen? A lavish banquet, all the details. Nothing is being ignored. I mean, I could imagine maybe a buffet with food, tables and tables of food. Can you imagine that? All sorts of food, fruits and vegetables and just, just the best that just tastes so good. Maybe not quite like we see in some of these Last Supper pictures of a big long table, you know, with chairs and candles. I kind of imagine a Middle Eastern setting of, of rugs and cushions and things like that. Something a little more informal, but yet at the same time still very, very exquisite. So I kind of like to let my imagination run on some of this. But I also imagine this meal is not just for a few hours. Okay, you come in, you sit down, you're served, and then you go away. No, this may last for days. Maybe, maybe like Sukkot, seven days, huh? 
maybe seven years, maybe 70 years. We don't know of that time, what that time will look like as we dance and we celebration, as we celebrate. What a great day that will be, the setting and that opportunity. It will be immaculate, beyond description, beyond imagination. I mean, it says we're going to wear fine linen, aren't we? Imagine that, getting clothed with fine living, linen. Have you ever actually thought about putting that on? You always think about that for somebody else, maybe linen. But you ever actually think of putting that linen on yourself and that day when it comes? It's like, wow. Wow, I look forward to that. Wow, what a time of singing, of dancing, of rejoicing. First Corinthians says, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. I mean, we can imagine it, but we can't even, we can't conceive it. It's going to be on our conception, right? How glorious this will be. But in our limited human way, we get to prophetically celebrate it now with Sukkot. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, we do. It is not a time for mourning. It is not a time for fasting. It is not a time for repenting or weeping. That time is past. Hopefully you've done all that. Now it is time for rejoicing and celebrating because we've been invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Let me read that verse again, a couple verses for you. On this mountain, Adonai Sivaot, will prepare a lavish banquet for all peoples. And as you enter Sukkot, don't forget that, a lavish banquet. But I also want to read again what we read, Revelation 19. I want this to be on your hearts and minds. Then I heard something like the voice of a great multitude, like the roaring of rushing waters or the rumbling of powerful thunder, saying, Hallelujah for Adonai, Elohei Sevaot reigns. Hallelujah, Adonai, Elohei Sevaot, the Lord reigns. Amen. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him the glory, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. She was given fine linen to wear, bright and clean, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the Kedoshim. And then the angel said to me, Write, how fortunate are those who have been invited to the wedding banquet of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Are we fortunate? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We're fortunate. So look forward tomorrow night as you start Sukkot, a time of rejoicing and celebrating before the Lord. Amen. Amen. And because the Lord's in charge, we can rest, trust him, and party. Right?